Hi, welcome to episode three of Pompey Live and Unplugged with me, Million Pebblebee. Welcome back to the next instalment of Pompey Live and Unplugged with me, Matt Piper from Weekend Offender Records and the legend that is Callum, the sound man from Japan. Say hi, Callum. Hi. You might want a copy of that, just as a little note. That would so be quite happy. Once again, you join us in the hive of musical activity that is Albert Road and Southsea, where we find ourselves again with the team here at the Fifth Hands Volunteer Arms. And I must start by saying a massive thank you to everyone so far who's taken the time to listen to, at our attempt to highlight some of the great talent treading the boards at venues in and around the city. We are privileged to have us tonight. She's waiting to speak desperately. I'm being really quiet. You are being, you don't, you don't have to be quiet, it's fine. Um, we are have privileged tonight to have with us a lady by the name of Claire Baker. Local music lovers may know her better as Million Pebble Beach, an artist we've had the pleasure to see perform a fair few times now. A performer with whom we can easily get lost in watching. It can be mesmerising at times. Beautiful lyrics crafted together with wonderful pieces of music. A joy to behold, a captivating storyteller who one local promoter said, and I couldn't agree more, with Portsmouth is lucky to have her. So hi, Claire. Oh, that, that's so nice. I hadn't heard that before. I, it is. I, I, I saw it on a thing that someone said. Actually <laughs> like, and it's actually true because storytelling-wise, it's fantastic. I've seen you play various things and just sat there like this, mouth of gas, going, <laughs> watching it. So um, keeping it simple, we're going to ask a couple of questions. This is not who wants to be a millionaire, so it's nothing challenging, nothing to make you think too much. Because the whole point of this really is for you to get behind the piano and give us a couple of songs yeah. and to entertain Aiden, who sat behind you. I've got my phone a friend lined up, though, just in case. Okay, well, you never, yeah. know. You never know what may come out of this. So first of all, has Callum said hi yet? Yes, I said hi. Oh, did you? I'm just trying <laughs> yeah. There you go, that's better. Just in case we forgot you were here. So, first of all, keeping it simple, uh, where does the name Million Pebble Beach come from? And can tell you? Can you tell the listeners uh, for us a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are now? Uh, it's just that musical journey through life. I think I've been making music and songs for like, oh my God, nearly 20 years now. And... Uh, so I've played in bands before. I always enjoyed like naming bands. It's always quite exciting. There mm-hmm. was a bit of friction with other band members and you come yep. up with a name. And then I decided to set out on my own and play piano and learn piano from scratch in my 30s um, because I'd always been a songwriter but hadn't played an instrument. And I thought, I don't want to go out as Claire Baker because, frankly, that is quite a boring name. I don't even have a middle name because I'm a twin, oh. so my parents were all out of names. Should we give you a middle name? <laughs> Callum, think of a middle name. Aiden, think of a middle name. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff? Claire what? Jeff Baker. I like that. That's quite good. Nice. Anyway. Jeff S. Jeff, oh, S. No, Jeff S. Claire Jeff S. Baker. Anyway, I, I'm going to stick with Million Pebble Beach and I'll explain where Fair that enough. came from. So I wanted several things. I like a nod to creativity mm-hmm. and it is a nod to Peter Codling. Pete okay. Codling is a local artist and... Um, Coming up to the millennium, he had a funded program to make um, a million pebbles, which are numbered, and they were sort of made by local people, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were put on the beach. And you can still find them now in Southsea and Gospel and Eastney beaches. So ah. that's where it came from, not to be boring with my own name and to nod the area and another artist. Nice, nice local touch. I like that. So the new single is out, which, is, which was released in October, and as I understand it, you're releasing an EP as well. Yeah, I am. This is um, it is in the toothpaste tube that is mastering and mixing, you okay. know, which you know it takes quite a lot of squeezing sometimes. And this one is uh, like, where, yeah, where, so. where did you record it? 
Uh, I recorded it with um, a guy called Matthew Hovenden, who is um, out of the shower recordings, and he's local. Yeah. Producer, he went to Brighton School of Music. Okay. Um, yes, he's very talented. So I, I need people to work with who put a lot of creativity into the I songs need- because I'm, you know, the, the, the lyric and, and I play the piano piece and sing, yeah. but the, I like to make them whole songs. So he's put all the guitar on and we've got drums from someone else on. And so we recorded some sections at his house, some at Mayfield for drums. Okay. And then it's actually being... Some of it's being mixed as well, but mastered by Sean Vincent, who I worked with in the past, who does all of Kim Wilde's stuff as well. Nice. So it sounds well, really good. Yeah, it sounds in really America. Good. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> she still tours in Europe, so she's like really sells out stadiums. Yeah, I'd, and and her dad still plays as well, which I found quite, quite yeah. Like and her cousin Scarlett, yeah. she was playing. Yeah, it's like a whole family. Or yeah, interesting Christmas dinners around there. Else, um, now I've got to say this because uh, we're the daughters of the daughters of the woman you couldn't find to burn. Now that is a fantastic opening line. I must admit. Where do you find the inspiration for some of the stories you put to song? Oh my goodness, I I don't know. I'm always thinking of stories, but I quite like. A meme so oh okay just, just look online and take the take a meme and go that'll do for later Somebody on. just sort of sit with me and rattle around in my head and uh, actually that song started with the music and the sort of chord sequence mm-hmm. uh, and then I had this sort of chorus that j- jumps around and I was lying in bed thinking about the music and suddenly I thought oh, witches I just need to sing one long thing over the top not, not <laughs> a, and then the whole song was I like to build stories so then I structured it around you know what does witches what does that mean and well it's nice because I think when and when we've seen you it's nice to be able to just watch someone and just kind of get get lost in it and you're listening to the words it's not just about a performance but it's also about the narrative and everything that is yeah. it's f- and that's part of the experience of being a musician and getting feedback because I did have some songs reviewed um, earlier on when I was writing and somebody said about one of my songs, Seashells, they said it would have been nice if it concluded and that really stuck with me. So I'm like, <laughs> like right, from now on I shall conclude every song. I want to know what happens song. at the end. <laughs> and I thought, no, but it's true, isn't it? If you can give people a little story and people say that my songs have a sort of dreamlike quality mm. when you sort of get drawn into them. So oh, that's, that's fantastic. Really I mean, I've sat there a few times there and you sort of listen to it and you kind of get lost in the in the story yeah. itself. With And you, see, you watch people as well and their reaction to it and some of them are like kind of just dumbstruck just listening <laughs> to, the, to yeah. the lyrical yeah. content as well as everything else. And, and uh, people write about themselves a lot, don't they? And I'm like, there's a whole world out there. there and of course world. it's your interpretation of it, but... Uh, oh, yeah, it's yeah. a whole world of, of, of stories to be told, yeah, which yeah. You're, you're doing a fair bit of that. Um, <laughs> so we ask everyone this question. So if you were coming to the city for a night out, <gasps> can you give us three artists you recommend we should see and why? Oh, that's naughty because you didn't give me any time to think about and there are so many we none of them as i said to ollie ollie hutton when we interviewed him um will get offended if you say ollie hutton's been mentioned so i don't have to mention him but you know you know what i i absolutely love um there's an open mic every monday obviously you should come to yours on a tuesday um but there is one on a monday at the faucet inn and it's original music only and i love that because you see all the singer songwriters and and other musicians as well jamming but there's not enough women Come on, where That's, are the girls? To where be are fair, they? That, yeah, that is a, and so I'm going to shout out all the the female artists yeah, that I really love. So um, there's a lady who I know quite well. She plays as Just Lucy. She's worth yeah. checking out. 
Uh, I'm going to shout out Jeannie White's music, who's quite new, being managed by Big Hug Management, an absolutely beautiful voice. And I think, yeah. you know, a similar take on writing songs in that, you know, a little bit dreamy, bit weird. Yeah. And let's go for Mary Red, because I really like her She's stuff. A great voice. Great, amazing voice. The sort of voice I'm a bit jealous of. <laughs> but they're all different you know everyone has a different everyone voice everyone has their there, own yeah. sound you know, yeah so that's you know that's very limiting only having three but oh, you, you've yeah. highlighted three female talent in, well, in the area which is fantastic so in our first episode going back to, to Ollie uh, when we spoke to him he said and I, this stuck in my head for a while he struggles to find new things in the local music scene so in you, what's your opinion on it? And obviously, is there something that local promoters, artists and venue can do to help the scene grow? Do you know what? People need to come out and watch live music and support live music well because that's... <laughs> sadly, you know, the reality is that there's music in pubs because people come to pubs and spend money and drink beer. <laughs> and there's music in restaurants where people eat there and they spend money on food. So I, I think there's fewer places in Portsmouth where people come because they love listening to music. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'm actually playing this Saturday. I don't know when this goes out, but this Saturday I'm playing. Well, well now we're putting, pre- no, well, we putting pressure on Callum to finish it on time, but we can see what we can yeah, do. So on, so on Saturday I'm playing at, at Groundlings Theatre. Yep. And that's a kind of new thing that um, uh, promoters getting going, which is um, trying to bring touring folk artists mm. to the city. So I'm actually playing, supporting Ellie Gowers, who has just released an album. Um, Yeah, so I I don't know, maybe there's... I would like a few more intimate venues that aren't about people speaking over the music because it's hard to play my sort of music to pubs. You have to try and... Yeah, because you always get that one person in the back who is... Which is fine when you're quite a loud rock band with drums and everything else, you can drown them out. But when it's quite, you know... um, something you need to listen to it can be quite frustrating when yeah talk so about I, i'm seeing in other cities that they've got more kind of cafes and little sit down tiny venues even in southampton i've played over at the art house yeah and that is like a, a small capacity venue for very intimate yeah yeah i'd like more of that interesting that's one for one for the book so but finally before we get to hear a couple of tracks from uh, million pebble beach the last two questions which regular listeners will know um because we don't do standard interview questions as you may have seen i went online and pulled off some funny interview questions you're taking a oh big no. nervous sigh oh no. this. <laughs> and this is where we let callum do some stuff so callum is going to read Two questions from what we have known as the hat of love, which happens to be an envelope. Only so, can I take your pick? First question, number one. Claire, are you ready? I think I'm ready. When you're having a bad day, what do you do to make yourself feel better? Again, this is a PG. Right, we can, script the, uh, we, can, we can put that one in the bin now. We've had that question three times come out. Well, no, do you know what? I really love a walk with my dog by the seaside. That is a very PG answer. Well done. <laughs> Surprisingly, some people were a little bit more. What have we got? Oh, that looks an interesting one. It screwed up. We had this one before. No, this is a new one. Are you ready? Clarify it with the man in charge. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. This is an interesting question to ask. This comes from the list of the 50 best 
um, interview questions you should ever ask. If someone asked me this at an interview, I'd be a little bit disturbed. So <laughs> if someone asked know. you this in an interview, I would probably leave very quickly. I would leave the interview as well. How many days do you wear the same pants in a row before it becomes a problem? <laughs> uh, just really? to make Should we sure answer another question? <laughs> that is an actual interview question. That is shocking. Right, let's try another one. I think that's for a rock star. To be fair, yeah. A- more than one day is not acceptable. <laughs> it's just get worse. If you're in a real panic, you can turn them inside out, though, can't you? There you go. That's a good answer. But as, we, as we're on number three, what is number three? <laughs> which of your friends are you proudest of and why? Oh, my God. Which friend? Well, like, my musical ladies as well. But, um, That's fine. Big yeah. up the musical ladies. Yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm really proud of my sister, my twin sister, who lives in New Zealand. She's like my best friend as well, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's her. Pick up the system. Yeah. Enough. Now, Claire, what's the first song you were gonna play for us tonight, and the story behind it? Oh, <gasps> I'm gonna play you witches. Perfect. Yeah. Happy days. The story's in the song. We'll, we'll look forward to that. We're the daughters of the daughters of the women who you couldn't find to burn. We're the authors of the books with the pages that you didn't dare to turn When will we realise we should have been taught to be the men who built the fires Not the dreamers the thinkers, the healers following their heart's desires
And Claire, what's the second track you, you have for us? And how did this come about? I hadn't quite decided what I was going to play. But um, that, um, what am I going to play? I'm going to play quite a new song called Back to the Moon. Brilliant. I well, actually I work in the space industry to make enough money to do music because no one makes money from music. <laughs> well, that, that but yeah, but we're going back to the moon and the company I work for has some material on the uh, Orion spacecraft that's wow. just been launched. I think it's... I think it's just arriving to go round the back of the moon and it comes home so yeah that's kind of that's what inspired this little story about you know that's perfect That wasn't too bad. That was all right, wasn't it? I've done interviews before, though. <laughs> 
Finally, before we go, it's time for the record of the episode. And this week, after much deliberation, we've picked a guest. Um, we're hopefully going to get on this show, um, which Charlie Smith mentioned last time out. It's Mr. Marcus Moody, okay, Marcus Smith from Dead Authors. This track, Wallflower, from his new solo EP, Love Letter, which is out on all formats now, but a bit of a shameless plug. If you head over to weekendoffenderrecords.com, you can actually buy a copy of the limited edition uh, Love Letter CD EP. So here is a clip of the track. my eyes and lay my head on the floor it's dangerous to go where I've been before I'm living in and it's just me against myself take these fears place them on the highest shelf if you enjoyed Million Pebble Beach, feel free to check out, uh, the, click the little love heart on the top of our podcast page where if you like, you can donate some money towards buying Clara coffee or something stronger. Um, I should say that any money that they donate will go straight to you. Some new pants. Some new pants, clearly, <laughs> if, if you're wearing them more than one day. Other than that, it's bye from me. It's bye from Callum. Bye. Bye. And bye from Million Pebble Beach. <laughs> See you next time on Pompey Live and Unplugged. Ah. Everybody.